Welcome back to Football Lenses, the podcast where we talk about football. I'm your co-host, Luis Gerardo Baca, and alongside me is... AJ Maitland. Welcome back, guys. Thank you oh, for coming back. Thank you, if you're listening. We love you. Um, I want to be more than friends. How was your weekend? You know, at first I thought my weekend was kind of bad, but I just remembered. Well, actually it was... Even worse now that I remember this. Yesterday I, I had my ego. It, it, it was it took a hit, bro. I was at the gym playing basketball. And a few weeks ago I played basketball with this girl and she beat me. And I, I came back. I said I want revenge next time I see you. You know what she had the audacity to say? She looked me in the eyes and said, "Prove to me that you can score some buckets and then I'll play you again." I nearly broke down in tears. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> Uh, that's funny. Don't even know her name, and she can come at me like that, bro. That's crazy. She was talking shit the whole time that I was on the court, too. Jaylee's cute. I'm not going to answer that question on air. She thought she was cute. But, uh, she was tough, I'm not going to lie. My ego, it still hurts. I couldn't sleep last night because I kept, the words were playing in my head. This guy. I'm done. Get better at basketball. Nah, it's okay. I, I played soccer last night. I played pretty well, so it kind of equaled out. Nah. Anyways, how was your weekend? It was eventful. Went to a concert on Friday. Oh, I forgot about that. How was that? Wu Tang. Yeah, and Nas. They brought out Busta Rhymes. It was dope. Had a little kickback Saturday. I was there. Yeah. And then I spent my Monday at the ER, so. That's fun. Yeah, it is what it is. Um, I mean, you're out now, right? So that means you're healthy. Or I healthy, hope so. healthy, healthy. I hope so. <laughs> 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 oh, yeah. fuck. All right, man. Well, anyways, uh, we got two match weeks to get through this week. Match week five and six. Whole lot of football. Whole lot of football. Whole lot of football. A whole, whole lot, lot of fun, of honestly. A whole lot of fun. A um, lot of football. Whole lot. That could be the intro. Whole <laughs> lot of football. Whole lot of fun. Damn. That's terrible. All right. Mitrovic. Man, still scoring goals, man. Fulham 2, Brighton 1. This is uh, starting from like Tuesday the 30th. Yep, yep, yep. So we didn't talk about it in the last one because like there's only a couple games and there's still a couple left and then there's a whole other match week, so... Yeah. Mitrovic, man. What a man. Second highest goals in the Premier League right now. Behind Who's the, first? Oh, never mind. Erling Haaland. Yeah. He's cheat code, man. Fulham in 10th, man. I don't think they've ever been that high. <laughs> At least not in this lifetime of mine. I'm actually surprised, too. Brian's a good team. Yeah. Wasn't bad. Wasn't bad. Um, Palace drew 1-1 to Brentford. And it is what it is. Realistically, no disrespect. Both, you but know, both decent teams. Both decent. I would say they're, they'll both fight for, like, the 10th spot. Yeah, 10th probably place. probably between, like, 10th and 14th. Between eh, Maybe 8th and 14th, something like that. 8th and, like, 12th. Yeah, it was just... They'll, they'll, both of them will, like, be there, we'll see. We'll I see. would say. Yeah, but Palace for sure. Brentford, I don't know if they'll be that high yet, but... Fair. We'll see, we'll see. There's a lot of good teams this year. Yeah. You know what team isn't good this year? Chelsea. Yeah, man. 2-1 against Southampton. 
I ain't even gonna talk about it. It's like in the moment I'm upset, but and then I think about it, it's like it's I I don't think Chelsea's gonna get under like fifth. Like there's no way. You spend all that money. Like, alright, sure, like we have been missing a midfielder. We just got basically a whole new back line. We signed a striker, which I was actually kind of excited about, in Aubameyang. But then this man decides to take on the number nine shirt. For those of you who don't know, it's cursed. No Chelsea striker does well in the number nine. He just screwed himself over. Well. Yeah. Els. It is now. Uh, Leeds won. Everton won. That was a good game. Everton looking better. Everton looking better. Everton are looking better. Um, unlucky for Leeds. Rodrigo went down early. But Bamford's almost back. Kind of weird that they subbed out Rodrigo for Gerhardt. And then they subbed out Gerhardt yeah. for Bamford. But, <laughs> you know, <laughs> it is what it is. Uh, Bournemouth, nil. Wolves, nil. Pretty uneventful. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. Uh, Two trash teams. What more do we have to say? Arsenal 2, Villa 1. Arsenal, as of this point, still keeping their good run, looking pretty decent. Unlucky from Villa. They score and literally three minutes later concede and lose the game. Yeah. The Brazilians took the three points. Martinelli, what a guy. He's literally literally such a crack. Uh, Erling Haaland, (laughs) City, 6, Nottingham Forest, nil. Crazy City signed two strikers. Well, technically they didn't sign Julian Alvarez, but he finally joined them this summer. Five yeah, goals from their two new strikers. Yeah, that's that's crazy. They're they're cooking over there. They're yeah. cooking. Nottingham with bro, they signed twenty one players this summer. Yeah, but none of them are good. <laughs> <laughs> they bought a whole new squad. They bought a literally a whole squad. Now nah, they're going down, man. In the Premier League, how many can you fit in your team? Is it 25, 23, something like that, in your squad? Your 23. First team? It's 23, right? Yeah. And they signed 21 of the, 21 of the 23 are brand new. Well, I mean... Unlucky. Literally, the team that they came up with were all, like, basically loans. Yeah. At least a majority of them. Yeah, yeah, so, like, they had to make some to. signings, yeah. but 21. 21. Isn't that a record? It has to be. Yeah, I think it is, low-key. West Ham won, Tottenham won. Yeah, one goal I mean, from West Ham. Unlucky. I didn't watch that game, so. Surprised that uh, Spurs didn't actually score themselves, considering how good they've been this season so far. Damn, West Ham scored twice and drew. Yeah, unlucky. That's a no. You know what else is a no? And quite unlucky? Newcastle United won. Liverpool 2. Alexander Izak, what a debut. Yeah. I don't know if he was offside. But, I mean, like, they made the exact same call against Manchester United. When Manchester United played Liverpool literally three days prior, the exact same run, but Marcus Rashford was counted onside. And Isaac was counted offsides. And we talk about it all the time. Like, fair enough he was offside, or fair enough he was onside, but, like, VAR, man. 
how is it so consistently shit but inconsistent when it comes to making correct calls? Oh, I'm going to get into it in a bit. And then on top of that, why was there eight minutes added? The ball went out of play three times between the 95th and the 98th minute. Three times. And it changed possession three times as well. Why the fuck did they add three extra minutes? Robbery. Liverpool. At its finest. Yeah, man. But it's all right. We move, we move. I'm still uh, happy with my team's performance. United won. Leicester, no. Leicester out here in relegation mode, man. It's funny because Leicester are in relegation mode. And United are looking very good right now. Oh, they're playing a lot better. Like, like they're genuinely actually just like they're playing better. I would say for most of the games they played better, except for this last weekend, which we'll talk about in a little no, bit. No, they had some. They I mean, had some. There were some. There were some good plays, but like for the most part, they were just counterattacking, sat back. Which I mean, I guess if that's how you want to play, that's how you want to play. But not good football, in my opinion. Uh, but yeah, I mean, they were looking pretty decent. Uh, what is at the end of that match week, right? For the Premier League, yes. Yeah. Uh, there were some other midweek games, but there was Wolves played. Um, nothing. Uh, Milan drew nil nil. Oh yeah, against Sassuolo. To Sassuolo. Oh. Inter three one. Roma three nil. Leipzig won in the DFK Pokal eight nil. Against who? Against some team that I've never heard of. Tetanonia Ottensen. I didn't even see that. Pop Timo up. Werner scored a hat trick. Oh, I saw you scored a hat trick, but I didn't know it was for that. Yeah. Doesn't really count, to be fair. <laughs> also, on th- on Tuesday, Burnley played, and I gotta say, Burnley are looking really good under company. Oh, 100%, dude. Like, surely, where are they at in the table right now? They're fifth in the table. They're, they look but they nice. Look, they look good. They're clean. I think they come back up easily. Probably. And, uh, who knows, maybe next time they come to the Premier League, they'll put up a fight. I mean, Burnley was here for a while. Yeah, but they're like, like that one team that's like it's just like you look at them and they're like, why are they still here? It's just the last few years they've kind of slowly and surely declined. It's like until why, ultimately why they, they got relegated. Yeah, but if they come back with company and play like that, who knows? You never know, man. Anything's possible in the Premier League. Yep. Yeah. All right. Well, Merseyside Derby for the next match week. No, no. Not gonna lie, didn't watch it. What was um, I doing that morning? Uh, what was I doing? I was busy way early. Everton did score, but it was offside. Carvalho got injured. Fuck that guy. Scored a game winner against Newcastle. I'm never glad that a player gets injured, but deserved. Disrespectfully. <laughs> Rumford 5 leads to. That was a little surprising to me, to be honest. But hey. Tony Hattrick. Bro, I just put him in from the bench. Jesse March got a red card. On my fantasy. Sinistera back-to-back games with a goal. He's a good signing for Leeds, in my opinion. And he's he's already scoring goals for them. You love to see it. Yeah. Alright. Chelsea 2, West Ham 1. Controversial, to say the least. Honestly, I'm not going to lie. Alright, so first, I mean, the game overall, Chelsea could have done better as a Chelsea fan, like... But I'm not going to get into that. At first, when I saw, you know, watching the game, I saw, you know, the 
quote unquote foul. I'm not gonna lie, like I didn't think it was really a foul. Mm-hmm. All the angles that it showed, nothing, right? Then I see the other angles, like days after the game, where apparently what was it like? The the game or the VAR check was being like investigated, like the Prem asked, I don't know who to investigate it. Mm-hmm. And then all these other angles came out. I'm not gonna lie. I think it was a foul. Did you see the other angle that they showed? I've seen several angles. I don't know which angle you're talking about specifically. There's a certain angle where who who was the one that uh, kicked Mendy? It was Bowen. It was Bowen. He he actually did kick him like it was like a. Here's, here's the thing. Like when I first saw it, I didn't think it was a foul. No, yes. But same. I understand why they called it a foul because if you watch closely, he jumps over Mendy, but he kind of like dangles his back foot. Yeah, he can't so be like, doing that. He doesn't. I mean, maybe it wasn't intentional that he kicked him, but if any other, I don't know how to say what I want to say, but like, he should know better than to leave his foot out. Like right, that. right. It's kind of like when a defender goes in for a tackle and they dangle a foot out. Yeah, to trip get, the player. They get sent off like, or they yeah. get yellow. Yeah. So it's pretty much the same thing, in my opinion. Yeah. And I, was it a foul? 50 mm. 50. Yeah, but Either after looking way. at the other angle, to be honest, like he, he he did straight up kick him. So like, and I don't understand because in that picture it was a lot more clear that he kicked him because yeah. you can see that like he touched him. Yeah, and like the actual game, like they chucked VAR and all that. But like the other angle, it's like he he that man was like kicked him. So what a finish by Maxwell though, Corney. It was a good finish. Yeah. Obviously there was no goalkeeper, but he so hit into the goal though. That was a good goal. That was a good goal. That was a good goal. All right. Newcastle and Palace. No, no. Another controversial game. <laughs> we were robbed again. Did you see what happened? Nah. All right, so this is what happens, right? Newcastle win a corner. Trippier hits the ball in. It's going near post. Joe Willick jumps up to, to contest the ball, and he gets pushed into the goalkeeper. Like, he's in the air, fully shoved. You can literally see the defender, which is Tariq Mitchell. Two hands just pushes him into the goalkeeper. And then the ball bounces off of Mitchell's head into the net. It's an own goal. It goes to VAR. And they call a foul. How is it a foul if the man was literally pushed into the goalkeeper? The commentators are even like, you can't call a foul on that. How is he supposed to control himself when he's already in the air? And he gets shoved with two hands straight into the goalkeeper. No, I didn't see that. And on top of that, like the goalkeeper jumped up into him. These After refs need to shot. go, man. We need a, just a whole new set of, like, refs. So they then disallowed the goal. That's an L. Gave him a goal kick, or a, a free kick, because it was technically considered a foul, and nobody scored again. Nobody was even close to scoring again. That's an L. But at least we didn't lose. Yeah, fair. I mean, for you guys, considering you guys are going to, like, fight for that, like, same thing I would say, like, 8th to, like, 12th spot yeah. for the most part. Um, a point against Palace, I I wouldn't be too mad about to be honest. Forest two, Bournemouth three. I'm not gonna lie. Forest went into the break two nil up, and I was like, oh, this game's over. <laughs> then I checked the I check at the end of the game, and they lost. <laughs> I didn't know Bournemouth had it in them. I didn't know fucking Forest was that bad. What, what what's the Bournemouth uh, nickname, the Cherries. Yeah. The Cherries made the comeback. <laughs> Quite impressive, I'm not going to lie. Like I said, I didn't think they had it in them. Wolves won, Southampton now. Podense wins the game for Wolves. 
Not surprised. Like fair I enough. Said, Southampton was going to be bad this year. Um, uh, they had a goal ruled out, though, to be fair, by VAR. Mm. Um, seems like it's a common thing in the Premier League. It's almost yeah. like they don't know how to use VAR. You don't say. Wow. Wow. What a thought. Um, Spurs 2, Fulham 1. Guess who scored? Mitrovic again. <laughs> What's new? The guy has six goals in six games for Fulham this season. Mitrovic on fire. Na, 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 na. Harry Kane scored. He uh, broke Thierry Henry's record for most goals in London derbies in Premier League history. For real? Yeah. Mm, good for him. He broke it. I think he's like the third highest goal scorer in Premier League history as well now. Something like that. Like he owns it because he was tied with someone, but now he's clear in third. Nice. What good a man. For him. What a man. If only he could speak English. <laughs> uh, Villa 1, City 1. Is that the game where uh, Coutinho's goal wasn't counted? Yeah, right. Coutinho scored a goal because it was technically offside. So, it, like, after VAR and everything, they didn't allow it. And then if you look at it, he's not offside whatsoever. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He was not offside whatsoever. VAR again, what, what do v- you know? VAR needs to go. What do you know? Oh, my God. But, again, Holland scored. What's new? Leon <sighs> Bailey scored a pretty good goal as well. Uh Yeah. Brian and Leicester was a good game. Again, Leicester's on relegation mode. L's. But did you see uh, McAllister's goal that was disallowed? I didn't know. Oh, he scored a banger. Like, it was a rocket. Like, he, he chose violence when he hit that ball. He hit it with violence. But then to make up with it after it was disallowed, he scored a really good free kick. Yeah. yeah. My yeah. guy. I don't know what's wrong. I mean, I I, don't, I was gonna say I don't know what's wrong with Leicester, but I do know what's wrong. Sold their goalkeeper, didn't replace him. Yeah. And they have a very aging team. Or they just and the players they sell players there, and they don't replace them. And the players that are there don't want to be there anymore. Yeah. Yeah, nah, man, they're just taking outs. To be honest, like at this point, if they don't, I don't even know what they do right now. But January, once January comes, they gotta they gotta buy some players because damn. It's not enough with what they have. Final game of the match week in the Premier League. A good old rivalry. United 3, Arsenal 1. Good. Good game. Well, as I alluded to earlier, it was a good game from United. They did The, the game plan was well executed, but they didn't play well. Arsenal dominated the game. They just got counterattacked. Yeah. Also, here's my thing. It was a foul on Odegaard, 100%. Oh, yeah. But VAR cannot disallow that goal, and here's why. VAR is supposed to be used to to overturn clear and obvious errors. The referee was five yards away from the foul and told him to play on. It's not a clear and obvious error if he, if he was five yards away and he didn't see it, or and he didn't call it a foul. Fair. That's, that's no, just, yeah, I agree. It's just not a foul. I agree, yeah. If I'm standing next to you and you get two-footed and I don't call anything, I can't go to VAR and be like, oh, you got two-footed when I was standing next to you and I seen you get two-footed and they didn't call a foul. Yeah. 
And I've seen a lot of people complaining about that. They're not complaining that it wasn't a foul because it 100% was a foul. Right, right, right. right. But the referee has to call that himself. He can't go to no, the yeah. and rely on because, VAR to call Exactly, it. because it's, it's supposed to be like an assistant like It's an assistant ref. referee, not like, the referee. You're, exactly. If you're the ref and you make a call and you continue the play, you can't just come back and stop it exactly. now. Like, it's continued already. Exactly. But, yeah, I mean, either way, like, all right. But, again, Arsenal plays very well, whatever. Like, on my part, I'm glad they got humbled. And, you know. The thing is, I don't think they did. Like, well, yeah, no, they yeah, but they lost. Them, but, yeah. but here's the thing, too. Even if they played very well, as the first top six team they've played True. this season. True. So, if you compare all the games they've played so far to this one, even though they played well, they're still lacking, at the end of the day, something. And I said it before at the beginning of uh, the season. I think... They'll struggle to get that fourth spot, especially with Europe, the Europa League now, because I don't think they have enough depth, even if they play well. Next month, I think, determines how well Arsenal finish in the league. They play Spurs, and then they have a Europa League midweek fixture, and then they play Liverpool, and then they have a Europa League midweek fixture, and then they play Leeds, and then they have a Premier League midweek fixture against City. So they play Liverpool, City, and Spurs. Within three weeks, with three other fixtures in those three weeks. Yeah, no, man, I mean... So, I feel next month is make or break for Arsenal. It was good for them to start off very, really well. I mean, they, they play well and everything, but at the end of the day, let's be realistic. They played mid to lower um, league sides. Yeah, 100%. Um, and I'm not saying they can't beat top six teams. It's just that, like... Arsenal fans, y'all were too hyped to begin with, and the first top six team you play, you lose. And I'm not saying you played, like, bad or anything, but yeah. you, you didn't get the dub, so. Um, well, we talked about Arsenal. What about Man United? Looked, like I said, I don't think they looked good, but they did. They looked they, okay. They executed well. Yeah, their counters um, were good enough to the point where, like, they were effective. They, uh, I don't know if it was... An Arsenal thing or a, a United thing. So when they brought Ronaldo in and took off Anthony, Arsenal pushed forward up the field, which made it easier for United to counterattack because Salabia and who's there, Gabriel are not catching Marcus Rashford. No, and they didn't. And they didn't. Yeah. So it, it was good tactical substitution by Eric Ten Hag, but it was also Arsenal biting themselves in the ass a and bit, playing a too bit. high. Up the pitch. Good finishes from Rashford, though. To be fair, yeah, hundred percent. I would uh, Erickson, saying he's assist man. He Good to see back. him do well. I hope. I mean, Sancho scoring this season. Rashford scoring this season. I like to see Rashford assisting. doing well just because I like the guy. He's a good person. Yeah. I don't support United, but I support Marcus Rashford. Yeah, man. It's okay to support players sometimes. Um. Let's see what else happened. Dortmund beat Hoffenheim 1-0. Marco Royce. Bayern tied again, this time against Union Berlin. Bayern dropping a lot of points early in the season. Bro. Uncharacteristic. How is Freiburg, Freiburg top of the league? I mean, oh. it probably won't last, but... Oh, definitely not. 
It would be very, very nice to see somebody else win the Bundesliga, man. Boring, boring stuff. You know, I, I don't remember where it was, but I seen something. He was talking about who was it? I can't remember who it was, but it was talking about last season, Spurs versus Arsenal in top four. And they said that the reason that Spurs got top four instead of Arsenal is because Arsenal lost less games, but they drew more games. Okay. So they were saying, like, they think that it would be better to lose more but win more rather than taking one point if you drop points but you make it up by winning more games. Okay. And I feel like that's what's happening right now. Bayern's dropping a lot of points early, but they're drawing, whereas other teams, and I know it's still early and they're probably going to turn it around, but it's more, more for, like, the second through fourth in the Bundesliga. Yeah. It's like the teams that are drawing right now are the ones that are going to end up needing more points later on in the season because they're not Fair. winning. Yeah. No, that makes sense. Whereas the teams that are losing just go on the next week and win. Yeah. Like Dortmund, one loss, but they've won everything else. Yeah, so. fair, fair, fair. Yeah, not bad. Um, Juve won, Fiorentina won. Um, basically what you're saying, Juve's drawing. Yeah. Uh, they've drawn a couple games. I'm not going to lie, I don't think Juve... Juve are struggling. I don't know if they're going to end the season very well in the table. What do you think they need? I don't think the midfield's good enough, to be honest. I said it from the beginning. They need a better midfield. They have they have one midfielder that is actually good, in my opinion. Uh, I mean, Locatelli's decent. Paredes, yeah, but honestly, I don't think good. Locatelli... Like, he's good, but I think he'd be... That's he'd be saying, very, like, very good and, like, a mid-table team. Exactly. Like, he's decent, but he's not good. He, if Paredes, anything, for a U of A, he'd be a rotation player. Same thing with Paredes. Paredes like he's good, but he's not good enough for the team. I think McKinney is up there, to be honest, but... He's really the only player in that midfield that belongs in it, based on form. Based on form, and I'm like, I'm not trying to, like, shit on McKinney, because I, I like him, but I feel like if he's currently your best midfielder and your Juve, oh, no, yeah, that's kind a of problem. a problem. Yeah yeah yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I agree, I agree. And obviously, I love Weston McKinney. Right, no yeah. Bias, but, you know. Um, they also need a back line, <laughs> Yeah, dude, it's it's not that great. A few years ago, they had Chiellini, Bonucci, and now they have fucking Bremerit. Even Danilo. even with the licked, the licked as well. Yeah, let him go for super a super high price and didn't even replace him. That's crazy to me. Yeah. I mean, they still have Bonucci, but he's old. They have Rugani, but he doesn't play. So yeah, I think I think it's a partially their midfield, partially their defense. Is your coach still Allegri? Yes. Oh. And what's he doing? I mean, he, I don't know how long he was with them. I know he won the Serie A with them a couple times. Yeah, no, they definitely need uh, at least, like, two new midfielders. Like, quality. Like, yeah. starting, like, starters. Yeah. Yeah. The question is, though, like, who? Like, who can they really sign? Because, like, they don't really have the allure anymore. No. No, they don't. They're not winning Serie A. They're not doing anything. In the if anything, people want to go to Inter or Milan. Milan. Exactly. Yeah. So, uh, let's see. Speaking of Inter or Milan, Milan, Derby, and Milan won three to two against Inter. Rafael Liao, what a fucking crack, bro! That game. It's funny because remember when we were doing our predictions, I said I think that Milan 
will win the league if Rafael Liao can play well again. But we don't know if it's going to be a one-season thing or if it's a real thing. And you said, well, he slowly but surely has been improving over the years. And I think he's the real thing. And so far in the season, he's proven that he's a baller. Yeah, dude, I watched that game and uh, what did Evra say? Patrice Evra? I love this game. Ah, <laughs> oh, dude, that was a good game. It had everything. It did. Drama, goals. As you would expect from that derby. Dude, I, the, I think it's one of the most underappreciated derbies in the world. Like, they at one point... In modern football. In modern in, football. At one point, these were the two biggest clubs in, in the, the world. world. Because I remember growing up and, like, I would go on YouTube when I was, like, really getting into football. And, like, Syria in the 90s and early 2000s, like, it was dope. When I started watching, like, football for real in, like, the early 2010s, like, Ed already, like, died a bit. Like, Juventus was winning the league every year. Milan dropped down to, like, mid-table. Inter were somewhere there in the top ten, and then it was, meh. Exactly. And then, like, now? Resurgence. Ooh. A renaissance, some may say. <laughs> <laughs> nah, dude, I, that was a really good game. Like, honestly, like, ten out of ten game. Uh, Real Madrid continue their unbeaten run. They beat Real Betis two one. Um, yeah, they're they're gonna win the league. It's yeah. Uh, PSG three, nons nil. Mbappe scores twice. Messi two assists. Nuno Mendes scores his first ever goal for PSG from left back. What a man! What a man! My Hugo Ekatike comes on. The fraud. Leon won 5 nil. Lacazette was on the score sheet. But then again, they played freaking Angers, so. Napoli 2, Lazio 1. Uh, the Georgian continues his good run of form. Yeah. I th- how many games have they played? I think he scored in all but one or two of the games they've played. Probably. Every time I look at the scoreline, I see that man's name. And I'm just like, oh, it's the guy's name that I can't pronounce. Yeah. <laughs> to be honest, he, he has been popping off for Napoli this year. Oh, 100%. And he's young. 21. I think he's, he's, what's, he's literally winning their games. Because like, if you look at Napoli's scorelines, for the most part, for like some games, they win by like one or two. And those are like the games that he scores. Yeah. Like one or two goals. Yeah. So. Um, Barcelona played Sevilla. Yeah, 3-0. 3-0. Um, Lewandowski scores. Rafinha scores. Kunde two assists. Eric Garcia scores his first goal for Barcelona. Yeah, man. Sevilla. Barcelona are fun to watch. I haven't really watched them that much this season. Javi ball is actually pretty entertaining. I watched them a decent amount last year, but there's times where, like, I got genuinely bored. Mm-hmm. So, like, this year, like, I think I watched the first game of the season just because I wanted to see what, like, how they would do with, like, all the players they have. Yeah. And I wanted to see if Lewandowski would score. Um, the game was okay, but I haven't gotten a chance to really see them again. Um, Usman Dembele cracked, bro. A healthy yeah, Usman? He's, he's too good. He's crazy. He's crazy. He's too, too good. Oh. Do you see, uh, speaking of Barca real quick, do you see uh, Bika's new girlfriend? I think I did, but I don't remember. <laughs> Dude, he's dating like somebody's auntie. I don't know. How do you fumble the bag that hard? Oh, yeah, yeah, I did see that. I did see that. How do you fumble the bag that hard? Dude, I don't know, man. You're not playing at Barca. 
you apparently cheat on Waka Waka. Like Shakira, Shakira. Maybe her hips did lie. Well, she lies. Tax evasion and that. Nah, bro. She's done more for football than PK with that song. You're not wrong. Free my girl. Actually, speaking of Barcelona, I know we, we, we're not going to talk about the Champions League this week, but did you see what Koundé did? <laughs> no. So, uh... I have, have to watch the highlights. I, I was at work. So Chelsea, Chelsea lost 1-0 today. And after they conceded, Koundé went on Instagram on his story, and he said, I almost signed for these fools. Visca Barca. No, nah, I hope he breaks he his dele- leg. He deleted it like a few minutes later. But I hope he breaks his leg. Got, everybody has the screenshot already. Nah, 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 oh, man. Fucking dead. The disrespect. All for them to just end up in the Europa League anyway. <laughs> it's quite funny, to be fair, in my opinion. Yeah, man, a lot of people, uh, I don't mind the banter that much, to be honest. I think it's good. It's it's healthy. But uh, not when it happens to my team. <laughs> Did you see, uh, was it this week? There was a lot of football, man. Ricky Puge uh, scored oh, his first goal. Scored his first for goal for Galaxy. LA Galaxy this weekend, yeah. Scored a banger. Okay, it was against Toronto, right? I believe so. Yeah, and Toronto's doing, I mean. They they, are, uh, they decent, they decent. Yeah, Insignia is scoring a lot. Um, oh, and then speaking uh, of the Galaxy, the last game, you see Chicharito's uh, missed penalty. Oh, my. I see a lot of people like there's like two sides to this story. Yeah. Half the people are like, "The fuck are you doing, bro?" Yeah, you're a fool. Though. And the other half is like, "At least you tried it, bro." I, that's yeah. part of the sport. Bro. Because like, at, at first I was like, "You're an idiot!" Like, are you kidding me? That was your game-winning penalty. It was like the 90th plus plus whatever minute, and then like you miss it, and then like I started thinking like, "Well, if he makes that in, you're, he makes you're it, a, a legend. hero, yeah, a legend, and just he, he made a fool out of the keeper, right?" But, like, you miss it, obviously, you're, you're, they're yeah. going to call you an idiot. Yeah. So it's like, but let it be, is, is like, even if he takes a normal pen and he misses it, people are going to be mad. Right. So you might as well go for it. But at least people will be like, oh, like, even if, like, he shoots it, like, far left or right and the keeper saves it, it's like, fair enough. He, he tried his best. But, like. I mean, he still tried his best. Yeah. He just tried to mug him off a little bit too much. Yeah. yeah you man. know it's bad because even Alexi Lalas was defending him. I hate Alexi Lalas, but. He was even on, he's even on Chicharito's side. He's like, really? Most players wouldn't fucking try that. Yeah, I just like, can't he, like, stand most of like the pundits for MLS. To oh be no, hundred percent. I can't but, stand them. But he was like, do you know how much confidence and how much courage it takes for a player? Uh, he's doing to try very that? well this season. He scored like, a decent amount of goals so, so far. That's why I was like, what the fuck? Alexi Lalas is defending Chicharito. Yeah, it's crazy to hear. Crazy to hear. Uh, our fire tied against Columbus in Columbus. Honestly, I mean, we're pretty garbage. We tied against our rival at their home. so It's crazy because you would think, like, when they came to our house two months ago, we were up 2-0 at halftime. Yeah, okay. We yeah. conceded three. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You would think we were at least a little bit hungry to get back at them, but no. No, I guess not. I look he missed a lot of games this week, dude. I was busy. All I can say is that the Chicago Fire are really bad. Um, Brian Gutierrez went down injured. Hopefully he's good. Uh, Jordan Shakiri is playing less and less by the week, and I love to see it. And Gaga Slonina is putting in some spectacular performances for the fire. Yeah, I mean, I'm not we're, not, we're, not, we're not picking up points, but he's he's keeping us in games. 
Oh, and He's then doing his job. You see that Roma lost to Udinese four 0 Four 0 Oh my god! Crazy to think that you said last week they're the best team in Serie A. <laughs> nah, I think I still think they'll get top four. I I'm gonna take a hot take since I probably keep up a little bit after the Prem Serie A. It's probably the next league I keep up with a bit more. I think Udinese might get top four. At keep, least top six. I keep hearing a doogie, bro. A doogie, a doogie. Oh, he just signed for he signed for Spurs, didn't he? He's on a year alone to Udinese. I I believe so. Um, I keep hearing about how how much of a crack he is, and he actually scored against Roma. Fair play, fair play. Cause like usually, all right, you got the Milan's. That's like say that's two spots. Napoli, and then I would say Atalanta. And then it, I would say between Roma and maybe Ud- I, I'm gonna kick Juve out. I'm not gonna lie. I I say they get like six yeah, or seven. Like I said, I don't think they're gonna make top four. I don't think they'll make top four, and I think they'll struggle to get like five or six, to be honest. Oh, Roma and Torino are actually completely like tied for fifth right now. Like they have the same amount of points and goal difference. Oh shit! Yeah. So then it comes down to head to head, but they haven't played each other yet. I don't think. Yeah. Well, I mean, either way, it's like match really like, no, yeah, four yeah. or five for them. Still, so. impressive. You finished the uh, Arsenal all of nothing, right? All or nothing. Yes, sir. Bro, I was watching it. I'm over here like feeling bad for them when like they're losing against Brentford and all that. Almost had me forget I was a Chelsea fan. I'm pissed, bro. Because how far are you into the series? Oh, I killed it. Oh, you finished it? Okay. Yeah. I, I was expecting the last episode to have more drama, considering they lost. A bit. Because they, they, like they fumbled the bag. two, and then yeah. they win their last game, but it doesn't matter. Yeah. And I thought it was going to be like, oh, super dramatic. Like, oh, we're going to go to Newcastle. We're going to kill them. And then they lose. and That's all I wanted to I see. Thought, to I thought honest. about you. As I soon just as wanted to see more and then after that game, and I didn't get to see it. And I was pissed. Because I'm watching it. It's like, obviously, like, sometimes you forget that these players are human. And it's like you feel you 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 what the hell's the word? I'm having a stroke over here. Sympathize? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sympathize. Yeah. And then uh it's like you feel bad for them, you wanna see them do well. And then I'm like thinking that as I'm watching it, like, oh yeah, I feel bad because like, you know, they're human too. Like and then it gets to like that second uh game where they played Chelsea and I just remembered that literally Saka grabbed Aspies arm and pulled him down and yet they gave arsenal a pen some for some reason i'm like nah i want that whole club to burn to the ground golden boy burn it all the best english youngster in the world that's not even a hot take either by the way that's facts that's a very hot take nah not very hot who's who's better than him phil foden the most inconsistent and selfish young player if that man scores it's a tap-in usaka or Foden. Foden. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Sokka. Foden's not better than Saka. What other English youngster is there? And is Bellingham? No, like in, in like around that position or just in general? In general. Well, actually, I, I, I'll give it. I'll give it to one player and one player only. I think there's only one English youngster who's technically not. I mean, he is still young. Reese James. That's what I was thinking. The best right back in the world. Yeah, hundred percent. He's 100%, clear, bro. He's actually clear. And how many people made fun of me like two, three years ago? You would call me out. Andrew would call me out. Ricardo said I was an idiot. No, I still hate the guy, but well, I don't hate him. 
You gotta love him. I just hate that he plays for Chelsea. You gotta love him. But and by the way, as of now, him and his sister are the first brother sisters to play for the national team. Oh shit! Yeah, in ever or just for England? I would say just England. Okay. I don't know about ever, like in general. I mean, maybe ever. Who knows? Dude? I don't know. Like, that is quite impressive. No, yeah, but they're the first like English like brother sister to play for the national team. Uh, did you watch the Wrexham one? I watched the first two episodes. Okay, I watched like the first three. It's actually really good. I'm not uh, gonna lie; it reminds me. The re- part of the reason I like it, I love the hashtag United, and I've been following them for a very long time on YouTube. Mm-hmm. So it gives me the hashtag vibes, but it also gives me the Ted Lasso vibes combined <laughs> into one. And I'm like two of my favorite things. Yeah. In this sport, yeah, in dude. one, that's literally what it is—a non-league team that get. Rich American and Canadian owners that don't know what the fuck is going on. Yeah, that's the funniest part <laughs> because like it's like, what do you need? Oh, I need this and this. Okay, here's the money. Yeah, basically, literally. <laughs> that's, that's literally it. But I like it. No, yeah, I mean I love Ryan Reynolds. It shows uh, like the sports, the sports growly, yeah. and not everyone that obviously they said like we see this as an investment, right. but we also care. No, yeah, 100%. like we want them to do it. It's for the community, exactly. And that's at the end of the day, that's you know. Why football was a thing exactly, and why it was created, and it's cool because like they also highlight how important the team is to the city, yeah. which is something I feel like a lot of, I mean, obviously towns like, here towns. specifically. No, you don't here. see that. Not even like any sport really. Like there's no real sport. I mean, like, like I feel like sometimes in the U.S. it could be the problem is that everything is so franchise based. Yeah, in American sports that you don't really see it, but at, like. For example, like if you've watched like the wreck something like how um Rob McElhenney, whatever the the dude from Sunny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was like when, you know, the Eagles won the Super Bowl, like everybody in that city came together. That's what I was gonna say. To me You and the Cubs. If you think about like non league and like especially like the lower league teams that like you really have to be like a true diehard fan of. Mm-hmm. And you like you like the people that support these clubs like they love these non-league teams. It reminds me of college sports in America. Because yeah. there's a lot of big colleges that don't have professional representation in those cities. So that's and why states. those areas get so, so big in so college. They, yeah, yeah, they care about their college sports the way that non-league fans care about their non-league teams. Yeah. And that's, that's the closest representation I can think of in America. I mean, even like the lower leagues and like um, football here, like, like soccer. Uh Oh yeah, like yeah, USL like and stuff like Detroit, Detroit, Sacramento. I mean, a, a lot of the Saint teams Louis. in the MLS now were brought into MLS because the market was so good in the area because they were doing so good in the USL or back then when it was like whenever like the NASL was a thing. Like Cincinnati, they came from there. Um, yeah, I mean, even now you have like New Mexico United; they have great support. Uh, Phoenix, and like I mean, there's even players that have gone to like these lower league. Teams that like aren't even affiliate because like they can't be promoted or anything. Yeah, that like have gone to these teams. I mean, drug but a Phoenix. Phoenix yeah. uh, Joe Cole went to uh, Tampa Bay, and just yeah, that type of stuff because there's real support out there, and you just don't really see it. And at the end of the day, if MLS was to do promotion relegation, they need to. Those teams are most likely the ones that would come up first, like right away. Yeah. Because not only that, like... Well, A, I mean, they generate 
more revenue right because they have more, so they have the money fans. because of their fans so they're able to get new players or something. i mean even even teams in like the lower leagues already have like maybe their stadium is small but they specifically have the land yeah so they're able to expand it if they ever go into mls like phoenix has a plan to build a stadium and i think it's going to be small but they have a plan to be well that, that's kind of what people want now anyways like they don't nobody smaller. most people don't want big stadiums and they want decent 10 20 000 seats i think juventus was like the they kick-started that because when they moved out of like their old stadium and they got their new stadium i think the capacity is literally like thirty-five thousand. yeah it's better that way yeah because it gets more full it's full every game uh and the people that go are like the people that want to be there exactly like it's not like i mean like Obviously, the, the sport has to grow somehow. Right. So you need the casuals that don't know what the hell is going on to show up. Yeah. And it's a lot harder if there's less seats. But at the same time, it'll be a lot easier to get them hooked if they're showing up to a game. And that's it's popping. Yeah. Everybody's cheering their yeah. team on. And not only that, it also the players are going to feel it a lot more. If, mm-hmm. if you have a 20,000-seat stadium but you sell 8,000 tickets compared to a twenty. Or a, a fifteen thousand seat stadium, but you sell fifteen thousand tickets. Playing in front of fifteen thousand people instead of uh, sixty thousand stadium, 60, sixty with fifteen thousand people, yeah, right? It's gonna it's gonna be so much better. Hundred percent, and that's literally the fire right now. Exactly. Um. Yeah, man. Uh, yeah, I remember. Like, there's a fire game, and this like gold man was sitting behind us. I don't know if you remember. He's like, "This is my first time at a soccer game." Yeah, I love couple, the atmosphere. Yeah, he has something like outside or like stuff yeah. like that. He's like, I love the atmosphere, and I'm like, yeah, man, it's dope. Yeah, that was back at the Geek. Yeah, before before this. Well, no, no, back in well, the day, actually, it was Toyota, Toyota Park. Still. Yeah, that's crazy. Stupid ass name, but yeah, I mean, even now the stadium is being built in MLS or like being built specifically, so like yeah. the noise Soc- echoes more. Soccer specific. Yeah, the like. The the fans like the standing, echo more standing, section standing sections for like the supporter groups like the seats are like as close as possible to the field. Gotta love it, man. Speaking of um, new stadiums in the MLS, fire Cincinnati away days. Oh yeah, October first. I can't I can't decide if I want to go or not. I want to go because I want to see the stadium. It's fucking nice. Uh, they're gonna say because you want to support your Chicago Fire. See, that's the thing. That's the reason I don't want to go. Oh. They don't deserve my support. <laughs> Come on, bro. If, if you I got to, people supporting see, Wrexham being in like the National League for like the last 14 years, if I have you to can see Zerdin Shakiri take the field one more fucking time in a Chicago Fire shirt, I'm gonna cry, dude. Oh my god. It's getting to the point where even the commentators are complaining about how much he complains. Yeah, man. That's all he does. He complains. I think I went to like one game, like they were still kind of good before like their massive decline when they still had Cautemo Blanco. Yeah. Yeah. I think I saw Thierry Henry that game too because he was with the Red Bulls. Oh, yeah. I just had, I just got a memory the other day on Snapchat that I was at a game. I think it was like a week ago. And I was like, damn, I miss these days when the team was actually decent back in like, was it, what, like 2016, 2017, 2018? We're like, we weren't great, but we were better than we are now. There was hope. There was, there was hope. hope. <laughs> Even made the playoffs one year. Haven't even sniffed the playoff since, bro. <laughs> fucking hurts, bro. That I hurts. saw something the other day. Um, that has nothing to do with the fire MLS, but it was basically like I was gonna ask you, would you take a prime 
Mo Salah or prime Luis Suarez? But actually think about it for a second. Because most people nowadays will just say Salah. Because they forgot how much nah, Suarez used to have that dog in him. Suarez is clear, bro. Exactly. I saw a lot I mean, of people complaining about Salah's that. Salah's technically still in his prime. And he's not very good. Yeah, because like, okay, yeah. he's He scores good goals. He can score a lot, but... Nah, nah, Luis Suarez, Suarez had that dog in him, dude. Different. And he was playing in like... I don't want to say he was playing in a far worse team. But like when he was at Liverpool, his team wasn't as good as Salah's Liverpool team. Yeah, no. Obviously, he went to Barcelona, and he had one of the best teams in the world, if not the best team in the world at the time, but... You think Haaland's going to get uh, break Salah's uh, Premier League record of 32? The man already has 10 goals in the Premier League in five games, six games, bro. Yeah. I, I think it, I think it's gone. I think by November? It, <laughs> it's gone by November. They said, I seen a stat that said Haaland is on pace to score 72 goals in the Premier League because he's scoring one goal a half right now. <laughs> God damn. So they said, no, it's 76 because there's 38 games. So he's on pace to score 76. Obviously, that's not going to happen. There's no right, way. Right, right. Like, he would break every record ever if he scored 76 goals in the Premier League alone. Yeah. But he's, after today's game, he's played 550 minutes for City and scored 12 goals, dude. Or 11 goals, something like that. That's crazy. And then, you know, how we talked about like, the whole Pogba thing last week. Yeah. Did you see that apparently? Uh, I saw the revelation about. He buried a hyena at the center of Old, Tra- Old Trafford weeks before leaving, and apparently Martial witnessed it and immediately got injured. No, I didn't see that. <laughs> Your face. I saw that. He, I saw that he he admitted to using witchcraft. Yeah, but he said for injuries. He said, he said no. He said he, it was to like to help people that were unprivileged or something like that. Oh, well, like I saw something he, else. He wanted to like wish like health upon like. Some of, like, the kids in some African village that didn't have, I don't know what it was exactly. It was something like that. And the only reason I know is because I don't remember who it was, but someone called him out. And they were like, how do you devote yourself to Allah, but you're fucking turning to witches to save people? He's like, that's the point in God. You're supposed to believe in your God to protect you and the people you care about. Here's the thing, though. Okay. Like, I'm not getting religious. I don't want to get religious on this podcast. No, no, no. In any I'm not going to get religious. Form, but I'm, like, I'm not going to get religious. I'm just saying, like, like, there's people attacking this man now. And it's crazy, bro. It's crazy. I feel like, okay, they say witchcraft, right? But, like, all right, whatever. But in certain cultures, like, I wouldn't call them witches or anything. But they have people that are, like, they do stuff like that, like old school type of like rituals and things. Yeah. And like a lot of the times it will still be like the it's like their religion or whatever. It's just very old school type stuff. And like nowadays, like for instance, in Mexico, they don't use like, like obviously if you go to a hospital, they're going to use Western medicine, right? You go to a smaller town, they're going to basically like cook you up some herbs and stuff and be like, here's a tea. You'll be better by tomorrow. So I feel like that's the type of stuff that, like, other people do, and people just find it weird because, like, it's not about, like, it's not Western culture. True. So I feel like if he does something like that, and he, like, obviously does it for, like, good or whatever, like, whatever, you do you. Like, people are probably just finding it weird. Yeah. But, like, I mean, the thing with the hyena or whatever, <laughs> that's just... And Mbappe was investigating to see if he was actually involved. Yeah. That's funny. Yeah, because he's just like, I saw my name in the news, yeah. and I'm like, what the hell's going on yeah. here? He's actually in the news again, did you see? Oh, with the trends. Kylian Mbappe is in love. What a man. You're going to be with her, and she's going to pull out a bigger dick than him? 
We support uh, the LGBTQ community. <laughs> we do. We do. LGBTQ plus whatever whatever the whole thing is. All now. the colors. We support all the colors. Yeah. Respectfully. Somewhat. Um, no, I'm just kidding. Well, it, is, it, is <laughs> it is respectful. It is a joke, guys. You know who else we support? Top G. Andrew Tate. No, no, we don't. No, we we don't. definitely <laughs> don't. I don't. I don't know about this, man. You can cancel him. I'll do the podcast on my own. <laughs> oh, I kind of miss him on social media already. I mean, I have still been seeing him on I've social media. Nev- I never even knew who he was until he got canceled. Well, no, he was not canceled, bro. That's the thing. He's back. He's just on different platforms. Can you cancel somebody, though, realistically? Can you cancel? That's the thing, right? Like, you can't get canceled if you don't allow people to cancel you. Yeah, because people are still talking about it. Like, if you get canceled, that's really your fault. Yeah. Like, obviously, you a, allowed it to a, happen. you did something wrong in the first place. Well, maybe not wrong. Because people can cancel you for whatever they want nowadays. Mm-hmm. You can do something right and get canceled, I guess. But like, realistically, just don't give them satisfaction of canceling you just keep doing whatever the hell you're doing and, and that's what he's been doing the people that support you are going to still support you and the I people respect that the don't. hustle I just don't respect him at the end of the day what do they say good publicity no wait bad publicity is publicity is that what it is there's no such thing as bad publicity it's whatever the fuck it is you know what I mean yeah at the end of the day he's getting more money because people are still clicking on his shit whether you like him or not I, I don't even I, I have no idea what he does I don't know, but I know he's filthy rich, and he asks, what color is your Bugatti? And he's bald. He might actually fight Logan Paul soon or some shit like that. He was a kickboxer or something like that, right? Yeah. Yeah, okay. That, yeah. But kickboxing and boxing, two different things. Oh, yeah. Completely different. But if they fight, that'd be pretty sick. Yeah. I wouldn't watch. I wouldn't care enough. Fair enough. Unless it's, like, already on somewhere. Fair enough, fair enough. Because the greatest sport in the world is, is football. football. And that, ladies and gentlemen, is football lenses. I don't know if you have something else to say. No, I was just saying it. Because nothing I'm, else to say? Yeah. Um, if you're still here, I God love bless you. your soul. Thank you for watching. Thank you for supporting. Follow, subscribe. Like, share. Follow us on the socials as well. Yeah. Tell yeah. your mom about it. And, um, yeah, we'll see you. Eventually. Eventually. Bye, guys. Peace.